Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. It's Monday, March 27th, 5.32 a.m. Central Time as I speak here. May corn futures down three at 6.40. May soybeans up a quarter at 14.28 and a half. May Chicago wheat down five at 6.83 and a half. May Kansas City wheat down five and a quarter at 8.42 and three quarters. May spring wheat down three at 8.54 and a half. We've got a big USDA report on Friday. This is the annual prospective plantings and quarterly grain stocks uh, report also. This will be out Friday morning at 11 a.m. Central Time. This is typically one of the most important USDA reports of the year, very often associated with market volatility. You've got the acreage uh, numbers in addition to a quarterly stocks report, so it's really two reports in one. More groups out with acreage estimates uh, last week, and this one is interesting. Farm Futures Magazine pegged 2023 U.S. corn acreage at just 87.7 million versus last year's final number of 88.6. Farm Futures is one of the very few groups, if not the only group out there, projecting a decline in corn acreage year over year. The group cited high input costs, drought in the U.S. Plains. Uh, they conducted this survey during the first couple weeks of March. It included 801 growers. So this is extremely interesting. Just about every group out there, whether it's USDA and their Ag Outlook Forum or the other private groups, they're talking, you know, 91 million acres of corn, give or take. And here's Farm Futures with the survey talking 87.7. I mean, take that number Put it in your corn balance sheet and smoke it. It's drastically, drastically different than what everybody else has out there. And I love this. I love that somebody's being different at least because I'll tell you what, just about everybody gets the acreage numbers wrong like every year. So it's interesting to see something that's kind of off the beaten path here. In regard to soybean acreage, Farm Futures is talking a big increase, 89.6 million, which would be up 2.1 2.1 or 2.2 from 87.5 last year. So this is interesting stuff. The group cited a drought in the Southern Plains. They cited high input costs as the reasons uh, for the potential decline in U.S. corn acres. So interesting, interesting stuff. In today's premium video, guys, I'm actually going to take these numbers and plug them into the balance sheets and kind of spit out the results and let you guys know uh, how it looks. It, it does look drastically different in uh, corn and soybeans also versus uh, kind of the, the common logic or common narrative that out there right now. Uh, we, I had some great premium stuff last week. Friday, I did a chart dump. I think I ran 25 different commodity charts. Talked about just the general downward bias in a lot of these markets. Um, talked about inverted corn and soybean spreads with Matt Bennett earlier last week. What does this mean for grain marketing, especially these inversions like May versus July corn, May versus July soybeans? Why are they inverted? What does that mean for your grain marketing? Uh, Chris Barron joined me last week to talk about investing off the farm. I know a lot of you guys, if you're farming, you're interested in investing in the farm, but what about investments off the farm? What about retirement planning? 401ks, that sort of stuff. If you guys are interested in the premium deal, uh, sign up today. It's 50 bucks a month. Go to standardgrain.com. You can sign up. It takes about one minute. Cancel at any time. No other fee, no other obligation. Nobody will try to sell you anything else, guys. The northern U.S. is going to be cold uh, on average over the next seven days. You've got areas of Wisconsin, Minnesota, the Dakotas that will run 10 to 20 degrees below normal on average. Snow cover is still very significant over a big chunk of those areas. The forecasts, uh, based on what I'm seeing here this morning, daily high temperatures in those areas are going to be below freezing through the first week of April, uh, the way that it looks. So the chatter regarding late planting 
acreage switching, prevent plant, all that stuff has circulated and will begin to circulate more widely this week, especially given the forecast. Uh, this map on my screen here is average temperature versus normal over the next seven days. And you're talking, you know, 10 to 15, even 20 degrees below normal in some of these areas. So it may be a very, very late spring up north here in the United States. Russia said late Friday or midday Friday, Friday, I guess, that they had no plans to halt wheat exports. Now, early on Friday morning, Reuters cited a Russian publication in reporting that Russia could halt the export of wheat and sunflowers due to low prices as Moscow attempts to build re the reserves. So this initial headline that was out at like one in the morning on Friday, um, this helped to rally the wheat market on Friday. And then Russia came out and said it wasn't even Russia. This this was more kind of uh, anonymous sources, I think, saying that Russia has no plans to halt wheat exports. And then they said they want to help their farmers to, to uh, essentially ensure that they uh, are able to sell at prices that cover their production costs. I don't know if the trade believes any of this. I do believe this initial headline had something to do, had something to do with that rally in the wheat market on uh, Friday. Putin talked with Turkish pre President Erdogan on Saturday to discuss the Black Sea grain deal. I guess there was some positive feedback, but no signs of, of any real progress there. Russia plans to station tactical nuclear weapons in neighboring country Belarus. Uh, the news comes just a week or so after Putin and China's President Xi talked about a peace agreement between Moscow and Kiev. So uh, Russia already going the other way on this, uh, sending nukes to Belarus. And Russia and Belarus, they're pretty tight. They're, they're neighbors. They're friendly. Uh, there's some storage facilities that are going to be completed by July 1st. Putin did not say when he would send nuclear arms. A spokesperson for the U.S. National Security Council said this, we have not seen any reason to adjust our own nuclear strategy or nuclear posture rather nor any indications russia is preparing to use a nuclear weapon we remain committed to the collective defense of the nato alliance now speaking of nato when you look at the map here so you've got russia you've got belarus and then you've got poland poland's a nato member so you're moving russian nukes closer to nato territory essentially is what's going on here a lot of people still believe there's going to be some sort of escalation in this war this spring uh this summer and uh this story I guess may be indicative of that very thing. USDA reported another flash sale of old crop U.S. corn to China on Friday. 204,000, a smaller sale, but but still significant of corn, uh, old crop corn to delivery uh, for the current marketing year, of course. We've now seen eight flash sales of corn in the last nine business days to China. This is all old crop corn to China. The grand total over those eight, eight sales, 2.75 million metric tons. That's 108 million bushels. I've heard all sorts of rumors regarding uh, additional sales. Some people believe that this these amounts may ultimately ultimately be like twice what's been reported. Others not so optimistic. We'll see uh, if there's any flash sales out there this morning or tomorrow. Those flash sales are always released at 8 a.m. Central Time, guys. Large money managers or the funds continue to hold a pretty large net long position in the soybean market. CFTC is finally up to date after like two months of delays. Uh, in the week ending March 21st, funds sold a net total of 16,000 contracts of soybeans. So they were still long 111,000. That number might be 90 or 95,000 real time. But if this liquidation event is to continue, uh, the funds have more to liquidate if they like to do so. Funds are short 46,000 contracts a week as of last Tuesday and net short, I'm sorry, corn, 46,000 contracts of corn and net short 89,000 contracts of SRW wheat. So the soybean market in terms of, of these three contracts, your corn, soybean, SRW, wheat. Soybeans is the only one where the funds are still net long. Do they want to liquidate all of this? 
or are they comfortable sitting with a smaller net long position? I suppose we'll find out. Soybean harvest continues in Brazil. Well-followed private group uh, Patria estimated last week that the crop was 71% harvested versus 77% the same week last year. They've had some rains resulting in minor delays, although Brazilian farmers are undoubtedly in the process of harvesting a record crop. Most estimates in the 150 to 155 range for the Brazilian uh, soybean crop. The previous record of 139.5 was harvested two years ago. Here's a few statistics for you for the sake of comparison. Brazilian farmers will harvest about 5.6 billion bushels of soybeans this year. U.S. farmers harvested 4.3 billion bushels of soybeans last year. Brazilian harvested acreage will equal about 107 million in soybeans. Uh, U.S. harvested acreage was 86.3 last year. Uh, I wouldn't. I, I don't think it's crazy to say that the recent action in the soybean market could have something to do with harvest pressure. The soybean market is such a global market. You know, in the United States, we export essentially half of what we grow. So. It's not crazy to say that this Brazilian thing and, and the harvest there and the, the pressure there and the fact that they'll be shipping more, that's pressured the soybean market a little bit. Cash cattle last week traded uh, mostly 163 in the south, 165 in the western Corn Belt. We'll see what develops here this week. Outside markets, U.S. dollars about flat. Stock market's a little bit higher. The S&P's up 22. Dow Jones up 170. Gold's off 32 bucks. Crude oil at $70 even in the May WTI. That's up 74 cents here to start off the week. Have a great day, guys. I'll talk to you Tuesday.